Hi friends, I'm Dr. Cindy Leibert. And I'm Brooke Jack. We are your hosts of the Joy Prescription Podcast. In this show, we interview pioneering individuals who are integrating faith into their work and their spheres of influence in their respective fields of healthcare, coaching, psychology, and ministry. We dialogue at the intersection of lifestyle medicine, brain health, and Christianity. In each episode, our guests will share their hard-won wisdom and strategies for intentional living, spiritual growth, and health stewardship. Together, we explore God's joy prescription, how He redeems our life stories and brings us into wholeness, mind, body, and spirit. We are so glad you're here to be a part of this conversation. Let's dive into today's episode. Do you crave more joy, health, and vitality in your life? Hi, Dr. Cynthia Leibert here with my fabulous co-host, Brooke Jack. We welcome you to the Joy Prescription Podcast. Each week, we share inspiration for healthy living and an infusion of joy, grace, and encouragement on your health journey. Each episode, we will share our perspectives on a health topic and a spiritual topic. Together, we'll explore the art and science of healthy living, delving into topics as diverse as brain health, the gut-brain connection, the microbiome, intermittent fasting, balancing hormones, physical fitness, cardiometabolic health, and the prevention and treatment of various chronic diseases like hypertension, diabetes, dementia, cancer, and gastrointestinal disorders. Basically, we're here to help you prevent and reverse chronic disease so that you can live your life to the fullest and walk in your God-given purpose. Hi, Brooke Jack here. I'm thrilled to be Dr. Leibert's co-host on the Joy Prescription Podcast. We will go deep with bold conversations about the truth, stepping into the abundant life and strategies for transforming your health. Our goal is to help our listeners cultivate a life of vibrant health and connection. Dr. Leibert will share the latest science to help us learn how to prevent and reverse chronic disease and build stress resilience. Our aim, however, is not only to help you create vibrant health, but also wholeness as you grow in your connection with God, yourself, and others. We're your hosts, Dr. Cynthia Leibert, also known as Cindy. I'm an integrative family physician, wife, and mom of three. And I'm Brooke Jack pastor, entrepreneur, wife, and also a mom of three. We're so glad you're here. The Joy Prescription Podcast is the place where we share devotionals and delve into deeper topics at the intersection of our passions, brain health, lifestyle medicine, and Christian spirituality. We pray that the Holy Spirit uses our voices to encourage you, reveal spiritual truths, and simply inspire positive change in your life, your health, your faith, family, and work. It's time for us to get real about walking with Jesus and caring for our bodies so that we can see and experience God's kingdom here on earth. We invite you to take your learning further with us at thejoyprescription.com. Let's dive into today's episode. We're going to begin unpacking the J in my joy prescription toolbox. 
As we shared on the previous episode, the Joy Prescription Toolbox is an acrostic framework for teaching and practicing lifestyle medicine. The J in Joy stands for just be still. Just be still and breathe. Just be still and surrender. Just be still and sit in God's presence. So the scripture verse that we chose today is Psalm 4610, and it gives a special insight into how we get to the place of being still and being at peace. Brooke, uh, can you please share this verse with us? Sure. I'm going to read it from the Passion Translation. This is Psalm 4610, which reads, surrender your anxiety, be still and realize that I am God. I am God above all the nations, and I am exalted throughout the whole earth. So, so beautiful and so encouraging to know. And just with everything going on in the world right now, all the just chaos and war and uncertainty, I thought it would be good to just read the whole verse, or I'm sorry, the whole Psalm 46. And I'm going to do that in the new international version. God is our refuge and strength and ever present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar in foam and the mountains quake with their surging. There is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy place where the most high dwells. God is within her. She will not fall. God will help her at break of day. Nations are in uproar. Kingdoms fall. He lifts his voice. The earth melts. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Come and see what the Lord has done, the desolations he has brought on the earth. He will make wars cease to the end of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the shields with fire. He says, be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Unpack the scripture for us a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Thanks for reading that whole thing. Because I think, yeah, it's so powerful to be able to um, look at this one verse uh, 10 in context of the whole whole psalm and the psalm about God on our side, God being our refuge, our place of safety and peace. And man, do we need to know that um, in these times, like you mentioned, in these chaotic times and times of uncertainty, that there is a place for refuge. And um, I look at this psalm as both an instruction and an invitation. Um, There's this instruction to stop striving. We're really good at trying to control outcomes and, um, you know, not wanting to let go of that uh, sense or illusion of control, but it's this instruction to let it go, stop trying to control those outcomes. You're not holding your life together. You're not that glue that's holding your life together. I am. (laughs) And uh, just relax and, and take a pause. 
you know, this invitation to come and um, lay it all at his feet and rest in knowing who he is. And there's this um, worship song, one of my favorite ones from a, the indie worship group that uh, the lyrics say, be still my soul, put your hope in God. And I think that's an echo from the scripture, those, those lyrics to um, still our soul from all of its uh, thinking and striving and, um, you know, ruminating and put our focus and our hope on God. And when I looked at to the Hebrew um, of this word, be still, or this phrase, be still, the verb actually gives us insight into um, this idea of sinking and relaxing or to let drop. And I was reminded when um, I read those words, I thought about this instance that happened recently with my daughter. Um, she had failed a hearing test in one side, in one ear, and they wanted her to come back in for a repeat test. So she was so anxious, so anxious about this visit to the pediatrician's office. And she was worrying about what what if this, what if that, um, you know, what would happen next? Would there be surgery? What kind of treatment? I mean, you know, she was mm -hmm. really thinking it. <laughs> yeah, she got herself pretty worked up about all of the negative outcomes. And um, I told her, I said, listen, all, all you need to do right now is just focus on doing your best when they give you the, the hearing test. That's all you can do. You, you can't control the outcome of that. All you can do is just focus and try your best. And then whatever's next, we're going to walk through it together. And then I open up my arms to her for just an embrace. She's uh, loves, you know, snuggles and um, physical touch is a love language. And I open my, my arms up to her, just offering that embrace. And she literally sank into my arms. Oh, and <laughs> yes. And it was just like that. She just like breathed for a moment and just nestled into that comfort. And so when I read that uh, verse, uh, verse 10 there, be still, I know that I am God, be still, sink into my arms. It's like an invitation from our father, God, this intimate connection to just come in, sink into his embrace, let all of our cares just drop into his lap and, um, you know, have that childlike faith that he is with us. He is for us. And um, my kids and I, we like to remind each other often that I, even though I'm a grown up. I'm still God's kid. And they like to remind me of that. <laughs> They're like, you're still a kid too, mom. I, like, I absolutely am. I'm still growing and learning and I still need a daddy in my life. And um, we just, we never outgrow our, our need for God. What a beautiful, beautiful analogy. Thank you, Brooke. Yes. I love that. Yes. Yes. <laughs> well, tell me, um, Cindy, what does this scripture mean to you? Like, how has it impacted you personally? Well, I would say it's the story of my life to run ahead of God and just try to figure out everything on my own. I'm, you know, I'm pretty capable person, little type A, and mm -hmm. I often just, you know, take on the weight of the world on my shoulders. And, and so it's such a beautiful 
inner peace that I get Mm -hmm. when I come into that consciousness and realization that God is in control and I'm not. Yes. Yes. I I remember years ago, a pastor, he was preaching on how we're not in control. And he said to take that big G off your sweatshirt. Off and I'm like, oh my gosh, <laughs> he's talking. To me. <laughs> so oh, I relate to that, Cindy. I feel like when I have um, meditated on this verse personally in my life, that is that inner dialogue that I have, where I say, "Be still." Yes, I'm being still. Know that you are God. Ah, yes, you are God. Mm-hmm. I'm not. That's and right. <laughs> having that, having that revelation, having that right order, I think is hugely important. Like recognizing that he's the, he's God, he's the supreme one. And we need to have our, our positions in the right order that we, we surrender, we submit to God and let him take the lead in our lives. Amen to that. <laughs> I, would, I would say that God has gently revealed to me that one of the major contributing factors to the near burnout that I experienced Mm -hmm. years ago was not actually all the external circumstances and things that we'd like to blame things on, which of course Mm -hmm. those were contributing factors as well, working in the dysfunctional healthcare system, being a young mom and sleep deprivation and all of those things. But at its core, it was a lack of trust in God Mm -hmm. to Mm -hmm. provide for me to care, you know, just taking all that weight on my shoulders where it didn't belong. So Mm -hmm. I see Mm -hmm. this, you know, when God gave me the joy acrostic for my own spiritual journey, I see this as just, like you said, a beautiful invitation to be Mm -hmm. still, to surrender, and he's going to fight for me. (laughs) So that's very revolutionary concept for me. You know, we all have a story of my, my story was of near burnout, but I'm asking right now our listeners just to think about their own life, their own stories, and specifically think about how your tendency (laughs) maybe to take on things that you shouldn't in terms of uh, burdens, the weight of the world, you know, that's dragging you down. I just uh, encourage you to think about that and uh, allow yourself to walk into this invitation of God and to be still and breathe. And I wanted to, as my portion of today's podcast, I wanted to just elaborate a little bit about the power of being still and focusing on our breath. We know a lot about the amazing health benefits that that gives our body in terms of scientific studies. We know that focused breathing can have a multitude of benefits, everything from lowering blood pressure, improving stress, anxiety, depression, helping us to feel more calm and focused. And, you know, those are all really good things. And since yeah, being still <laughs> and breathing, it's, it's free. You can do it 
anywhere at any time. It's just one of the most accessible wellness practices that we have. And I just wanted to share a little bit of the science. So there's a direct link between our breathing patterns and our emotions. And it's actually a two-way street. So when we're feeling calm and peaceful and connected, for example, during worship time, when we're singing or when we're just you know resting peacefully, our breathing pattern tends to be very regulated. And then that causes this beautiful entrainment between the electrical activity in our brain and our respiration. Mm. And it can be this positive kind of cycle that happens. However, conversely, if we're you know, feeling stressed or anxious, scattered, if we're taking the weight of the world on our shoulders, it tends mm. to cause us to breathe shallowly, erratically, maybe hold your breath. I know I'm guilty of that, uh, certainly. And that can then cause a negative snowball effect in terms of feeding into those emotions that are driving, you know, the fear, the stress, that sort of thing. And this, this can actually be measured on EEG on the Ooh. electrical patterns of the brain in animal and human studies. And I want to point our listeners toward a book, really fascinating book called breathe. It's by okay. James Nestor. And he does a really good job of going over the science behind just the power of our breath. And mm -hmm. I want to cite one particular study that he shares. It was of uh, healthcare workers. They looked at 27 healthcare practitioners at a children's hospital and they had them simply practice a type of breathing exercise for 40 days. And they did a pre and post program survey on burnout, anxiety, and depression. And the results were pretty phenomenal. There were significant declines in all of these areas, anxiety, depression, emotional exhaustion, and depersonalization symptoms after the program wow. and at 40 days uh, afterwards. So that's Amazing. It doesn't is amazing. require a pill. It didn't require extensive psychotherapy, just having them practice daily breathing. So mm. that's really huge. And I just encourage everyone to think about incorporating this into their daily wellness practice. I will, uh, before we wrap up here, I'll give you just some instructions on a simple breathing technique that has been shown to be helpful in terms of increasing our parasympathetic tone in the body. That's a part of our autonomic nervous system that helps us to rest and digest, just calming the body. It's the opposite of the fight or flight response that gets triggered by the sympathetic nervous system. So uh, regular practice of a breathing exercise can help our hormone balance. It can decrease cortisol, which is the stress hormone. It can be protective against oxidative stress, which is the one of the driving forces that causes degeneration of our body and ultimately death is oxidation. Mm -hmm. And so just breathing and bringing in that good oxygen flow to our tissues is really helpful for our health. As you can imagine, mm -hmm. breathing helps with uh, deep sleep. It helps us to get better sleep and to get into those deep 
stages of sleep where we really clear out the metabolic waste that forms in our brain during the day and helps us to consolidate memories and, and just have better brain function and healing in the body overnight. Mm -hmm. Wow. Breathing, regular breathing. (laughs) It it really is. It's amazing. The power it uh, can improve our immune system function through, uh, ramping up cells that fight infection for us. It can actually alter our gene expression in a positive Mm. way. So that's part of this epigenetics phenomenon that we'll be talking about throughout our podcast is that we have the power to change the expression of our genes based on the information, the input that we give our body through breathing, (laughs) oxygenation, through nutrition, through our social connection, our relationships and our thought life. And also our, of course, our, our spirituality, our connection with God that can Mm -hmm. alter our genes in a positive way that promotes health. So we have so much power over our health destinies. So that is just incredible. I think some minds might've just gotten blown, Cindy, <laughs> by what you just shared. Cause that's well, powerful stuff. It's amazing. It's such a simple, basic human kind of automatic process that yeah. God built into our bodies, this regenerative yeah. capacity through just simply breathing. So I'm going to yeah. wrap up by uh, helping y'all implement this in your life by doing something called square breathing. It's also known as box breathing. It's super simple. You can even teach it to your kids, your grandkids, anyone can practice this. And it's particularly helpful if you're experiencing stress or you find like you're breathing quickly or you're holding your breath. This can be a reset for your breathing patterns. And it really works to reset your nervous system and help you enter into a calm state where you're more likely to be able to connect well with others, with God, bringing us back to that be still Mm -hmm. and know Mm -hmm. that I'm God. When we're in that calm centered place, we have a lot better connection with God. So it's in clarity. That's right. Mm. So it's very simple and you can do it standing up, sitting down, laying down. It doesn't matter, but basically visualize a square in your mind and you're going to breathe in going up the square. So anywhere from one to five seconds (laughs) breathing in. So whatever feels comfortable for you. So breathe in. And then once you reach the top of your mental square, then you're going to hold your breath for a few seconds up to, you know, four or five seconds and visually go over the top uh, of the square to the next corner. And then you're going to gently exhale down the square and and really do it uh, gently. And as long as you need to, to comfortably exhale all the air in your lungs. And then that's exhaling out of the mouth, right? That's right. Exactly. Out of the mouth. Thank you. So inhale up the square, hold your breath over the top of the square, exhale down the square. And then the last part, the bottom of the square, where you go back to where you started, 
just pause and hold your breath again. And you can repeat this, you know, three, seven times. So it doesn't take very long at all. And that is a reset for your nervous system. And you'll be amazed how it can kind of snap you out of an anxious state and, mm-hmm. and help you feel calm and recentered. So I just encourage you to explore this and, you know, let us know what kind of benefits that you're experiencing from adding that to your daily life into your routines. So it's time for for us tapping that Cindy. I love the, um, I've benefited so much from you teaching me about the breathing technique, but I do love the visual with the Mm -hmm. the mental um, square because you know, how sometimes you can try to focus too hard on your breathing and that gives you something else to think about. You can visualize the the square as your box, as your breathing. That's right. Mm -hmm. It's actually part of how it's therapeutic in in that Mm -hmm. it's causing your mind to focus on something neutral, benign. You're not having those, you know, racing thoughts that you might be in. And, and so it's just like a little brief kind of meditative state that you can go into and reset your nervous system. So uh, we're going to go ahead and wrap up for today. Thank you so much, Brooke, for being here. And also thank you to our listeners for being here. We are thrilled that you're here and hope you Mm -hmm. tune in to our next episode. In the meantime, you can go deeper with us at thejoyprescription.com. We encourage you to become a Joy Prescription community member to get access to all the behind the scenes content and to join us for our monthly virtual soul care retreats. Bye for now. Go out and do that one new thing that brings you joy today. Take care. Bye-bye, friends. You've been listening to the Joy Prescription Podcast, where we explore the intersection of lifestyle medicine, brain health, and Christianity. We invite you to take your learning deeper with us at thejoyprescription.com. Be sure to sign up for our email newsletter and receive free weekly Joy Prescription devotionals. Bye for now.